Hello, my name is Alina, and like every other game I was obsessed with, I finished Tinder. Welcome back to Traveling Inside Out, a podcast about exploring the world within or out. I mentioned in one of my early episodes what dating means abroad, at least for me. Um, But this time, I thought I'd just tell some of my weirdest Tinder dates. And please stay until the end because I have some uh, announcements to make. Now, I have to admit I haven't been on Tinder for... uh, I went for (laughs) one day, actually, when I was in Canada. But other than that, uh, and it was literally 24 hours or 48 hours max. Um, Before that, I wasn't on Tinder probably like two years or so. I don't even remember. Um, So like everyone else probably has a little story. I have a little story why I started uh, using tinder and that was back in 2006 no wait what 2016 (laughs) i was like what is happening um yeah so then i guess i I was just using i'm so confused with years and months and days of the week and uh, whatever The point is that I decided to go on Tinder after a sudden breakup that kind of, I'm gonna say the very cliche thing, kind of broke my heart a little. And because I really felt worthless, basically, (laughs) I decided to go on Tinder. What a stupid mistake. But at least it worked in the beginning. Um, I do have to mention that I was very... uh, I started as in, I just want to talk with some guys and I just want to, like, not feel like the... I don't know. I was was really in a bad place uh, those weeks. So I was like, I just want to talk with anyone, like, just two guys, three guys. In um, I remember in, in, in one week or something like that, I got uh, 100 matches. And for me, it seemed uh, like, wow. Oh, I forgot to mention that back then I was living in Iceland. So the funny thing with having Tinder in, East, in Iceland is that <laughs> you keep on swiping left and right, left and right. Um, but then at some point there are going to be no new matches in your area (laughs) because of course, um, the tourists come and go, um, and the locals are not, uh, so many to begin with. So (laughs) it was really weird not being able to find matches because, you know, that's how life goes. Um, so I was on Tinder for probably more than half a year. I do not know. Uh, yeah, probably like eight, nine months. I don't remember exactly when I decided to delete it. Um, first time, I know I went for the second time on it. 
but I do know that I tried uh, Tinder when I was in New York as well. So my experience uh, of Tinder is from Iceland and from New York. And I also have to mention something. Uh, since then, even though I've been to a lot of dates and I'm not going to say it is not, I've been on a lot of, like sometimes I would even have like two dates per day. Um, I started very, like very kind of, I don't want to meet anyone. I don't like, I don't want anything. Then fast forward one month later, I was dating two guys today. <laughs> and when I mean dating, get your head out of the gutter. It was literally just going for a drink or going for a walk with a guy. Um, so don't put me already in a box that you, because your mind is whatever it is. So let me tell you 10 weirdest dates. I'm not going to tell them in a specific order. And I'm 100% sure that none of these guys are listening to my podcast. But if they do, hi, guys, uh, you shocked me a little. <laughs> um, I don't even I don't think that any of the guys that I've dated so far are listening to my podcast. Um, so either way, this is what I've been through. Um, as I was saying, I'm not going to say it in a specific order, but I will mention which one were uh, from Iceland and which ones were from New York. And then also, actually, I have just one from New York that I feel like mentioning. Um, because to be fair, in New York, then I switched to OkCupid and that's another kind of a world. So most of my experience would be with dating guys in United uh, in uh, Iceland, but um, they were not all, or the majority of them, they were not Icelanders. So I was saying I was, I'm going to mention, <laughs> I'm going to mention where it was and if it was a local or not, uh, or they were just traveling or whatever. The first one that I want to mention is the guy, uh, the professor. So this guy, he, I still don't know until now. Or wait, I think he was from Brazil. So I was in Iceland. He was from Brazil. Um, he told me that he's a teacher or like PhD professor or whatever. And he was asking me to go to his hotel room. And I was like, yeah, that's shady as F. I'm not going to do this. He was like, no, really? Like, you can Google my name. You can see. And then he, he told me about um, teaching, actually, in one of the cities in Romania. And I Googled his name. And indeed, he wrote, I don't know how many books and whatever. And I was like, OK, I'm going to come to your hotel. But like, we can, can we stop at the bar? I'm not going to come up to your room. Can we stop at the bar? And he was like, yeah, sure. If you want to do like that, OK, we can do it like that. But just like, um, OK. Now, the thing was that I got lost from my way to, and also this is something that in general it happens, I get easily lost. I can get lost with having a map, with having a GPS, with having my phone, with whatever. So the, phone, the thing is that I got lost and I was supposed to get to his place in like 20 minutes. I got to his place one hour and a half later. Um, and I know it's silly. How can you get lost in... Uh, Reykjavik because it's such a small city whatever 
wherever. I got lost in Reykjavik, even though it has like four streets and one more street, I got lost plenty of times because I don't know how the buses work. I don't know. I just don't know. I finally got to his, to, to his hotel and then uh, unfortunately the bar was closing. I was really angry at that point because I was like, Ugh! and I was walking the whole time. So instead of walking for 20 minutes, I was walking for one hour and a half, just going basically around the airport area in the city. It was just stupid and nonsense, but I was so pissed off and I wanted a drink and they, the bar was closing. So I was like, ah, oh, I don't want to go back now. So he was like, well, you can still come to my room. And I was like, okay. Now the funny thing is, and I know what people will think like, oh, you went to his room, so you asked for it and blah, 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 blah. Now the funny thing is that that was actually my first time watching Netflix. And he was like, do you want to watch a movie? And I was like, yeah, sure. So <laughs> he was like, what movie do you want to watch? And I was like, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> and we watched a documentary, a true cast. I don't know if people, uh, if you guys know about the movie, but this movie is about how H&M is actual Satan on this planet. Um along with other uh, fashion chains or whatever. But the funny thing was that the guy actually fell asleep and I was really into the freaking documentary. So I watched it in the end and then I, I woke up and then I left and he was like, no, 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 you can stay. And I was like, yeah, I feel awkward, like what the fuck? So I went back home. I asked for a taxi at the, at the hotel reception and then I went back home. Um, but it was such a weird thing and it put me such in a mood and I'm not going to lie. That's the reason some of my friends know that I'm obsessed with saying every single time to don't do not go to H&M because they are really, really uh, bad for people and for the environment and for whatever you want to call it. But I've never said it out loud, uh, the story, or maybe I said it to just very few friends. This is how I started to hate H&M because of the movie, but I've seen the movie in a very weird circumstance, I would say. <clears throat> now, the next one was, I guess I made a wrong impression. So, um, because I really had, uh, Iceland actually was the place where I started to stop having body issues. I used to really hate the way that I looked and uh, my size, my ties and whatever you want to call it. And I'm not ashamed to admit that. I was really uh, feeling really bad about how I felt, but living in Iceland kind of changed my mind. And because I was trying to kind of, it was kind of a challenge for me to do this because I always felt really awkward to be with guys in general because it's like, I, I'm horrible. Like, why would you even look at me? That's how I was thinking. I'm, luckily, I'm out of that uh, times uh, mindset, but that's how I was thinking. So it was kind of in the process of changing the way that I was seeing myself. So because of that, I was challenging and I was trying to ask guys on a date or if they would ask me for a date in the first or second or the third maybe date to go to the swimming pool. Because going to the swimming pool, it's an, it's an amazing activity that everybody does in Iceland. 
every pool is a thermal pool. It's a really nice way of hanging out with friends and so on. But for me, it was just trying to get out of my comfort zone of how I'm feeling in my own skin. Well, this guy clearly didn't like what he saw. Because, and that was actually the first, um, the first date that we had. He, uh, we met to the swimming pool and we spent some time together. We even kissed, if I remember correctly. But then uh, <laughs> he invited me to his place and I told him, no, I cannot uh, come. And I was like, okay, so meet you outside. As you can imagine, uh, the changing room is different, male, female. So basically you had to go in, take a shower and then go out. Put your, like put your clothes on, go out and so on. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna meet you outside and then we see. And he actually disappeared and then he blocked me. <laughs> so I guess that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I never took it. And the funny thing was that because I had his phone number, Facebook actually, uh, suggested me to add him on Facebook, but I blocked him after because I was like, okay, he doesn't want to talk with me anymore. Clearly, he's not into me that much, I guess. Um, the first guy that I actually ever dated on um, from Tinder were this guy that he was such a sweetheart. However, um, <clears throat> no, that was, no. So we we... It was weird because, as I was saying, I didn't want to date anyone, but he seemed really nice. He was from San Francisco. He was working, shocking, in a, in IT, and then he was a programmer or whatever. And he was into hiking or climbing, I think climbing. Um, so we met, but he was so shy that he would not know what to talk. And I'm not an easygoing person, as in I can... Um, it takes a lot to make me uncomfortable or to make me not know how to deal with a conversation or something like that. But he was just literally talking about programming and I was like, I don't know how to switch from this conversation because it's one, it's boring for me. Secondly, like, I don't know how to live up to the conversation. And so it was a bit of a weird conversation and then... I offered, as I said uh, in the episode before, I offered to pay for my um, <laughs> to I offered to pay for my drink, and that was amazing. And then he accepted for me to pay for my drink, and I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Unfortunately, back then I was a I was a volunteer in Iceland, so I didn't have much money, but I was like, okay, I it's fine. Now, the weird thing is that after the date, he was uh, apologizing for asking the money out of me because he was like, I, I'm really not good with dating and I'm so sorry. And he was keep on apologizing. And then he asked me to go to a party with him. He was like, come on, it's just my friends and I and we're just somewhere fun, nice in an apartment. Oh, no, wait, wait. This was before actually meeting the guy. So before meeting the guy, he was keep on trying to make me um, come to a private party with him. And I'm like, I don't want to get killed. Like, 
you're telling me to come with someone that I've never met in an apartment that I don't know with some friends that I've never, I was like, I don't, this looks shady as if and he was like, no, I promise you, like, it's fine. It's just that my friends don't believe me that uh, you're a real person and so on. And I was like, yeah, I am a real person, but I don't want to do this and so on. So then after that, we agreed to just meet for a drink. But then when we met for a drink, the conversation was so awkward and, uh, yeah, as I was saying, I paid for my drink, but then the fact that he wrote to me so many texts about apologizing for me paying for my drink, and I'm like, it's fine, and so on. And yeah, as I was saying, uh, he was in San Francisco, and I was planning to go to visit San Francisco, even though um, I don't think I had the uh, tourist visa yet, but I was planning to go there, and I wanted to keep in touch with him, but uh, we didn't. At the end of the day, we didn't, actually. And talking about United States, this was the best one ever. So I went to... Uh, first time when I went to New York, of course, I had to try uh, Tinder. And I got there really late because I got lost and so on uh, to my hostel. So when I woke up because of the time zone, I think I woke up around 7 a.m. And I started to just scroll and I think I just went out from 9, 9 a.m. I was in bed for two two hours to just deal let's say with tinder in new york and in my like in the first half an hour and it again it was 7 freaking a.m so in my first half an hour talking with guys um in new york on tinder i got like four dates and then half an hour later someone asked me if i'm a prostitute it's like wait what um no funny thing is that actually that guy um I was so intrigued by the fact that he thought that I'm a prostitute that I was like, no, let me let me get into this. Let me see why this guy thinks I'm a prostitute. So we managed to... Uh, he added me on Facebook, basically. And I wrote about that on Facebook. And he got really upset. <laughs> and I think one hour later, we were kind of keeping... We were kind of uh, keeping... Um, we kept in touch, I think, via Instagram because then I deleted him from Facebook. Um, and one year later, we met, and it was a very awkward... Uh, he kind of joined me in a... I was a tourist in freaking New York, right? So I was just... I wanted to go to see the apartment to a friend. I wanted to see, I don't know, like three parks. And he was just kind of coming with me long, and he was just very shy. He didn't even look me in the eye. And I was like, wait, you thought that I'm a prostitute and you're not, not even able to make eye contact? Like, the hell is happening right here? Um, so that, I think, was a weird one as well. Uh, I, this, this, I'm going to say it now. This is not going to be a 30 minutes because, unfortunately, I do have ish to say about my dates. <laughs> So whatever, if it's going to be more, I'm not going to edit it out. Whoever wants to listen to this is going to listen. Who's not going to listen is not going to listen. I don't want to rush my stories. That's my point. Um, the next one was um, the guy who stride up. Um, <laughs> kind of offended me. Or, or got offended when I said to him that I do not want to sleep with you. 
And again, this was, I think this one was the third guy that I met. He was one tall guy that for someone short as I am, I kind of feel in general, when I, when I, I'm dating really tall guys, I'm like, I feel so small. Like I, I feel, I don't feel safe. I know most of girls might feel like, oh, I'm safe with someone like this person. And I'm like, ah, I feel too small. I cannot. <laughs> so, um, we went for some drinks um, in a bar and then he asked me if I want to go to his hotel room. And again, and I said, yes, but I, I like, I hate this when people assume if I'm coming to you, to your hotel room, that means that I want to fuck you. Like, that's not the point. Like, that's really not the point. Now, the thing is that he said, um, okay, I was going to sound really bad, the whole story, but I'm owning it, Okay. <laughs> So the thing is that the guy um, was living in UK. He really had a very British accent. Um, and he said that he's coming to Iceland quite often because of work. Um, and he said that if I don't want to come to his play, to his hotel room that was just around the corner uh, to have a cup of tea. Now, I have to say that... <laughs> The idea of drinking an actual British cup of tea made me be like, yes, let's do this because I'm obsessed with it <laughs> and I really do love tea from all around the world. But like, come on, the British tea is the British tea. <laughs> and it's not like I, I couldn't find British tea in Iceland, but it's like something else. And uh, because he said like, oh, come on, I have like tea from from back home. So I went there, uh, he made me the tea, but then he started kissing me and all that. And he kind of starting to go towards the, you know, do the thing. And I was like, no, I, I don't want to do this. And then he got really offended. And then he was like, so why did you come here just to have some tea? And I'm like, no, he didn't say like that. He said something like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Uh, it's not like a... I don't know. He he like he tried twice and I rejected him twice and I was like it's not you it's just that I don't do this. Like I met you literally 20 minutes ago and we've been talking for like two days. Like I cannot do this. And he was like, "Yeah, that's fine." And then he started texting to see if there's if he can get another girl or something like that. And then I started drinking the tea. And then he tried again, and I was like, okay, I, I think I have to go. And he was like, yeah, uh, you just you just don't understand, man. Or I don't know what the hell he was telling me. Point is that I left that fucking hotel room. Um, and the weirdest thing is that he actually, because we were talking on WhatsApp or something like that. And I think one year later or something, he texted me again on WhatsApp. And I was like, wait, who are you? And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was dating so many guys in a row that I actually forgot their names. I'm really bad with the names to begin with. But if I'm seeing you for like one hour and then you disappear from my life, I'm not going to remember your name. <laughs> it, it doesn't sound... I'm just real. I'm just going to be real. Okay. <laughs> Unless you made a, I not even, if you made a really horrible impression over me, I'm still going to forget your name. Um, 
so yeah one year later he texted me and he's like yeah i remember you from tinder and i'm like okay man you should just leave me the hell alone um okay the next guy and this was weird because we became really really good friends afterwards but um we were decided so we decided that this is not we were very against dating per se so um talking with the guy i was again in iceland so it was still during my iceland years and the guy was living in iceland but he was from manchester and i was like ah oh, that manchester accent uh, <laughs> am i that easy no i'm not anymore um so this guy we were talking a lot um before meeting and when we finally decided to meet but we were kind of talking more like friends kind of a thing or that's where i felt uh we were heading but then we we went on this date elaborate date in which we brought it was like kind of a picnic in a really nice place in Reykjavik and we had cheesecake and we had cheese and we had crackers and we it was amazing but then he decided to listen to another voice message from another girl and then the girl was saying that she misses his she's in bed and she's missing him and, or or their cuddles or something like that and it's not that i was eardropping but he was literally standing by my side and listening to that now that i think about it of course he kind of did that on purpose but i was like you mother asshole a-hole <laughs> um but then we ended up being really good friends and then he kind of fell for me and it was really bad and then we stopped being friends so there's that the end <laughs> um the the guy who was um really really like that was the biggest jerk that i've ever met in my entire life like i'm not even he was a sexist he was he was like oh so the thing what attracted me to him before deciding to go on a date was that he was his his humor was really um he was really sarcastic and he had kind of a, like a dry humor kind of a thing so um i kind of like that so this is why i decided to to meet him we went for a brunch on a saturday he came up dressed in a suit full-on suit that was from the beginning that was something wrong he was talking really fast like really 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 fast he was from uk yes he was from uk and he kept on telling me how he's a he's a a published author and now he's working on his second book and he's a lawyer and then he started telling me how he um he wanted to to meet me because 
in his group of friends, he would never talk with someone like me. Like, and he straight up told me, if I've seen you on the street, I would even, I would not even look in your direction. So I was just, I was trying to come kind of like, you know, kind of like, um, I don't know, like coming to down to my level and see how the commoners are living or something like that. And because I was so shocked about all the things that he said to me, I was not able to say anything back. This is one of the regrets that I have in my life is that I was not able to actually say something to him because back then I was not, so I was already growing as a person and I already knew who I was, but he made me feel like a cockroach and I'm not gonna lie. It was so shocking that I didn't know what to say. And it was one of the most, as I was saying, horrible days that I've ever had in my entire life uh, because that guy was a legit, as I was saying, he was a jerk. Uh, and he offended me, but not like saying you are useless or you are stupid, but the way that he was making comparisons and he was describing the way that he sees the world and so on, it made me feel really bad and awkward. And uh, I don't even know, like, I don't... I don't know where where that guy was coming from. Then the bus driver. Now, the bus driver was a guy who was uh, living in Iceland, of course, but he was not Icelandic. And when I met him, we literally just went around with the bus. He was not driving. So we just went by bus around the city and that was kind of a date. I, I, I mean, he, I wasn't going home. I wasn't, he was not going home. We were literally just going with the bus and just talking-ish. I don't know. Now, the bad thing is when a guy who's a bus driver is into you, is that you might meet him when you take the bus. So I would just suggest to people who don't want to have that awkward conversation, we're like, hey, how are you? Like, how come you uh, blocked me on Tinder? <laughs> if you don't want to have that conversation, just don't date anyone who's a bus driver, you know. Then, um, uh, number 10, it's, um, the guy, <laughs> he, this one was an Icelander and he had some issues, not gonna lie, he was really also upfront about them and, um, I mean, he was one of the few Icelanders that I actually met because I'm not going to lie, I was not attracted to Icelanders at all. So if there's no attraction, I can't. I mean, it doesn't need to be only attraction, but it needs to be a sparkle or something like that. And uh, it wasn't. However, I decided to date this guy and um, we went for a drink in a, in a bar and 
during the night, during the evening, he kept coming closer and closer to me. And then we started kissing and he loved kissing like all the time, if possible. And don't get me wrong. I also like kissing, but he was such a bad kisser, or at least we were not matching with the kissing. <laughs> and I didn't know how to tell them that, like tell him that I do like, can we not? I did not enjoy that at all and we were kissing for probably uh, half an hour i don't know man it was uh, it was too long and we didn't do anything else after that like we were just like we had a drink i was not even able to finish my goddamn glass of wine because he was just kissing the hell out of my lips it, it was little that little date was i think would have been part of Sex and the City uh, TV series because in yeah it was that kind of a, it was uh. and then the last guy was this guy who he, he was an Iceland he is an Icelander and um, I'm really trying to not go into the cliche things as in okay if he looks like a bad guy then of course, he's a bad guy. Or he, if he was in uh, born in um, in Brooklyn, that means that he has a lot of issues and ish like that. I'm trying not to get into this kind of things. So this guy was uh, bald, with tattoos on his head, with a really long beard, and he had a dog and whatever. <clears throat> We started talking. He seemed really, um, he seemed like a really nice guy. So we started talking. He also seemed smart. He was telling me he was born in Westfjords or he lived in Westfjords. And I like that as well because um, I really liked Westfjords. And uh, yeah, we... It was a nice, interesting conversation. So then when he finally came to pick me up, first of all, he had a truck and I'm so small. And I was like, I don't, I can't even go in the car. <laughs> I'm struggling to get into the car. Like, that's amazing. And we actually didn't do anything other than just driving around the city for like one hour and a half. And I was like, why are we wasting CO2 and not going somewhere to just stay put? Um, however, I do have to say that during that day, he actually showed me um, an amazing graffiti, um, so street art. And he said that that's his favorite. And that became, in, uh, that went up into my top as well. Um, and that is still staying there, even though the street art in Reykjavik is sometimes changing. There are few huge ones that they are the same for years and years, and I still love that. However, I remember the time, because the time is very important. It was just before 10 p.m., when he said that I have to go home and he was like, do you want me to leave you somewhere in the city or do you want me to drive you back home? And I was like, yeah, you can drive me back home. I'm not going out uh, without him, whatever. So he was like, um, 
I like I really like he he was telling me like I have to be back home um by 10 but I'm not married or anything and I was like uh wait what is happening he's just like and he's telling me well the thing is that and then he shows me his um ankle bracelet <laughs> and I was like uh okay cool cool story yeah i get it you have to be home awesome you can take me home and i'm gonna be on my way la, 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 la. <clears throat> i did not ask him why uh, he just told me that he did some stupid things in the past i didn't ask him what was that about i never found out and as you can imagine we didn't keep in touch um because yeah like another time we still talk a little bit afterwards <coughs> i'm sorry <clears throat> but um yeah he asked me to come to his place and i was like yeah that's not gonna happen i understand but that's not gonna happen so um those are my 10 weirdest tinder dates and i'm pretty sure there are way worse than this um uh, out there as i was saying since my tinder let's say probably all in all one year of tindering uh i do still have two friends uh i dated those guys but we are just friends um and we're keeping in touch from time to time so if i had to draw draw, uh, draw a line i can say that at least i have i met two nice people <laughs> i mean not not all of them were really weird and awkward and so on um but at least i still have two friends that we are keeping in touch since uh, 2016. <laughs> This concludes today's episode. If you like it, don't forget to subscribe to Traveling Inside Out on any platform you're listening to your podcast on. We are now on 13 different platforms. You could also share it uh, with your friends or just let me know what other subjects should I discuss next time. You can get in touch with me on Twitter at uh, my handle being at Alinas underline wonders or or anchor app or simply search for hashtag Alina's Wonders. And as I mentioned in the beginning, I have two announcements. The first one involves my personal travel website on Wix, alinaswonders.wixsite.com slash Alina. Uh, From now on, I'm gonna have it in English. I'm uh, posting one uh, article every Thursday. So uh, go ahead and have a look and give me some feedback or feel free to comment on, um, on the actual uh, article that you're reading. You can also just check my bio for the link. The second announcement is about this podcast. Uh, I've decided, as I said uh, last time as well, I'm really going to make uh, the big step of having guests in my podcast. So if you're interested in uh, being one, So if you are someone who's been traveling or just went outside of their comfort zone and live to tell tell the story, just get in touch with me and we will go from there. Until next time, follow your dreams and stay true to yourself. Bye!